Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics, which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. The government says William Sal brought in 75 tons of cocaine. That's 68 million grams, hundreds of millions of lines, started by tens of millions of people in Miami, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, all over the country. That gives you an idea of the scope of the problem. As long as there's demand, there will always be someone willing to bring it in. But for decades, the boys were the best. They were the kings of Miami. Willie Falcone, Salma Gluta. I thought we agreed that you were not opening the podcast like this. Come on, man. That shit stuck in my head. I guess oh, it worked for something. Pitbull, we have to have a conversation about... Oh, that was Pitbull? No, I don't know if it was Pitbull, but he's like part of the music team up here. It wasn't just the song he did. He's like... Yo, fam. I'm not going to lie. Y'all niggas made off with a... Y'all niggas made off with a bag because all the music up here was trash. Speaking of making off with a bag, the art nerd I, in me. I heard about did that. Did you see? The, the blank canvas jump. There was an artist who got paid 84 grand for like five commission pieces. Mm-hmm. And he sends back these. So the canvases had like two strokes of white paint on them, uh-huh. on these white canvases. And he titled it, Take the Money and Run. The yeah. whole, his his offering of the exhibit was titled Take the Money and Run. I got to start giving flowers to niggas who be, ju- who be juking the system. Listen, he did nothing wrong. They asked him for original work. He painted two slabs of white on white canvases. That's a fact. And technically, we're all talking about it. People would go, if they choose to display that, people will go and see it just to take pictures. Yeah. Everybody wins. That Everybody does win. That's the thing about art, man, is that like, it really... That junk, man, that's just a that's it's just a wild that's a wild industry, bro. Because like, what do you really? Like, you, I mean, you talked about that before. What are you really paying for? Mm-hmm. I mean, I support it because you know I support it just because, man. I well, I get- understand it. T- it takes something. It takes a stroke of genius to sort of like get people to believe in something that is not really anything, right? You know what I'm saying? So it, you know, uh, I used to be a huge fan of The Simpsons, and. Homer has one of my favorite quotes of all time in one of the episodes where he was like, it takes two to lie, one to lie, one to listen. Touche. And, and that's how I feel about like art. That's how I feel about shit like crypto. Like Crypto it's a, is, it, I'm never buying it in it. For those who don't know, I'm super into art. Yeah. You would have to shoot me in the stomach to get me to buy an NFT. I'm uh, never doing it. Hey, I, I support it all, man. Because it, no. it takes two to lie, one to lie, one to listen. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life, actually. And I'm neat, and I'm like neck deep in crypto. Like I'm, I'm in <laughs> it to win it. If it, if this shit pay off, Treasy ain't doing no more podcast. Mm. Yeah, if this shit pay off, I'm I'm just gonna sit around and get fatter, eat 
pizza. Not even for fun. You won't keep podcasting with me. What? For what, nigga? Because we're friends. My time is we, money. Because we're friends. We don't. Well, you have all the time in the world. Then if crypto takes off for you, because we're friends, and that's, that way you can do it for fun. There's no, you know. Yeah, that's show. true. I mean, we're doing it for fun now, so I guess. Yeah, but we're trying to make it unfun now. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, I probably still podcast. It brings me joy to my little See? itty bitty heart. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Um. Oh, but hi, we're Grams of Snow. Yeah, we are Grams of Snow podcast. Uh, you know, you're the official, the official gangster podcast. Official. You know? <laughs> What's the joke? Let me say, uh, um, uh, the real. It, it, no, 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 no. What's the shit they be saying when like they talk about cereal and shit? Something, something to prove. It'd be like such kid a, such tested, a mother approved. Yeah, kid tested, mother approved. I don't know. If, I hope we yeah. have not been kid tested, and my mother does not approve. Yeah, we definitely of the way should. that I talk. Yeah. <laughs> we fiend tested, and God damn, I on. want you to cut it out. We fiend tested and uh, plug approved. And please, pl- yeah, no, Enough. fiend tested and plug approved, not pluck, plug approved. What is wrong? With- hey, that's the brand. Just introduce us, please. That's the that, I'm, this is me introducing us, the official gangster podcast, Grams of Snow. We talk about everything. You know, well, when I say everything, mostly just movies, TV shows, yeah, drug related, gangster related, uh, street gang related, mm-hmm. mafioso, mm-hmm. just anything you can catch a Rico charge for six. Basically, that's what we into. We might have to add money laundering. I'm about to say even a couple of murder charges. We're interested in those sometimes too, depending on what they're connected to. Yeah, 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 and, and you know, to you know, our disclaimer, man, we are not here to glorify any of it. No. We, we we do not we unlike the fiends that approve our show oh do not God. approve of of the means and methods of the things that we choose to cover. But it's fun to talk about. It's interesting to talk about for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, there's that as far as a disclaimer goes. Uh, you hear the voice speaking. It's your boy Treasy, the A Mike. <laughs> I'm, I'm running this one into the ground six. Into <laughs> the ground six. But yeah, it's your boy. Treasy, aka John Cole Kane. What is wrong with you? Yeah, man. That I don't, if there was why like a R. Cole train like that. Come on, why not? He, I just, I just legendized him. I just minted him in legendary status with with my name. Imagine this you deciding John Cole Train was a legend. I, this is one thing that I promise you. When he was alive, never, never, ever in his long legged life did he ever think a young black man <laughs> named Treasy. <laughs> Will come along and mention his name on a podcast in relation to cocaine. You're probably right. So but I did him was... a favor for the ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> I made a dream that he didn't know he needed come true. Okay. The ancestors are gonna give you the worst nightmare of your life this evening. I, I don't know about you your ancestors. Mine got mine got, uh, mine got uh, what do they call it? The, the senses of humor. John Coltrane gonna come find you. John Coltrane. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I got I got one for you too, man. And and let me just before I throw yours out there, this is respectfully. What are you this about is to all do? Fun. What are you about this to do? This is fun. This is all fun. And I just want to make sure that nobody takes these names seriously. Where this is all fun. But you hear my co-host six, the oh B Mike, aka Florence Griffith Joiner. AKA Blow Joe. You heard me. You Blow are Joe. Ugly. R.I.P. to R.I.P. to Flow Joe. You ugly for that. But I had to throw that out. I had to throw that out there on behalf of you, Blow Joe. On behalf of me? You gonna have to, you gonna six people on me? What is wrong with you? On behalf of you, six. Oy. 
But um, how what are you we feeling? Covering today? Huh? Oh, oh, yes, we are covering the final installment of Cocaine Cowboys: The Kings of Miami, Episode Six. The documentary that never should have been because none of these people should have been selling drugs. Man, man, it, it, oh, very interesting story though. I will very. say that. Yeah, I I'm very shocked. You know, now that we've seen the entire thing, it's crazy to me that this never crossed my radar. Yeah, ever so. And I've been right the whole time, I like to point out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You absolutely have. It was, especially about Marilyn Bonacek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I will say this, man. I'm, I'm going to say this straight up. I'm I'm. This is definitely something you should have binged. We should have binged this, right? Like, we should have been done just one good pot on it. Yeah, because because by episode six, I was kind of just tired. I was kind of over this. Yeah. Like watching it, you know, one week apart. Oh, gosh. I was yeah. kind of over it. Um, it probably I, read better altogether. Altogether. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, pro- it probably did way better that way. But Lessons learned. It, for sure. But um, somebody can now binge us. Right. After binging episodes, this. Right. Yeah. And, and, and get some value out of it. So hopefully that's what we do. Um. Uh, I, I I like this was a really good bow to the story. It I, was. They wrapped it up really clean. They wrapped it up very nicely. I, I do feel like this was a very innovative episode um, in terms of like, you know, especially when we talk about the climax, <laughs> you know, what happened with the, Jesus. the testimony and stuff like that, uh, which, liar. which we'll get to. Uh, what was this black lawyer's name? I can't I remember his name. Robert something. I want to give this man all of the flowers. His flowers, okay. The black lawyer, the black man can. The black man. First of all, that, that we are magical in that way. Period. Okay. One, I love y'all deep, but one thing y'all gonna figure out how to do is finesse some words into something else. That's a fact. <laughs> one thing y'all gonna figure out how to do is to find that one small thing that it might could have been. That's a fact. And finesse around that. That's a skill. And and baby, he did that. Yes, he did that. Cause uh, cause you know when it came to lawyers, I felt I didn't even though the it was fun to listen about the white powder bar, I didn't like any of those guys. Yeah, I you you know his name was Rod. Excuse me. His name was Rod. Okay, so you know I, I I'm on record saying that like to me it's fucked up that they were able to play like the gangsters and the victims. Yeah. They knew that money was hot money, right? Like, when they took it, but also I think, how do you expect drug dealers to pay for their defense? And also in America, it says that you have the right to appropriate counsel, whatever counsel you can afford. Right. Technically, they're not convicted at the time when they get a lawyer. Right. See, and and okay, we all we all already know that the justice system is like Shit. a funny system, right? It's just a funny ass system. Um, to me, th- this just goes into it. So basically, they were protected by client, ter- client, privilege, uh, client, attorney, it, privilege. attorney privilege. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the insulation that probably, you know, or they should have been, or they should have been. I mean, because it, it sounded like they got grilled by the U.S. government about they were subpoenaed. Yeah, like not just grilled. They were they subpoenaed. were subpoenaed about about where this money come from. So of course. You know, we know the game, man. If you're going to talk that we've seen all the movies, they'd be like, you know, the lawyer knows that there are people, people are doing something dirty. OK. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, hey, you can't talk that shit in front of me. Basically, I need plausible deniability. Right. So go talk that shit out there. But, but you know, good. And w- Maurice Levy, bro, on on, on the wire. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he was he was pretty much he pretty much had a windmill system. 
Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, and and he knew exactly who his clients were. So when I look at Krieger, that's who I see. I see, I see Maurice slimeball. Levy. Yeah. And, and they're just so good because even on this documentary, it's like they're just able to lie with a straight face. Like, that is sick. Watching Krieger talk, I'm like, hey, yo, you believe this, don't you? Yeah. But we people can see you. Yeah. Like, we can. It don't, but it don't matter. This, their whole thing is like, it don't matter what you think. It matters what you can prove. That And, and that, I feel them. I, I feel, that's, that's G shit. You know, yeah. if, if, I was in their, if I was in their seat, I'd probably feel the same way. It don't matter what you think about me. It matters what you can prove about me. If I was in their seat, I wouldn't talk so much. I wouldn't be on a documentary for right. sure. Like I wouldn't talk so much. Like yeah, but that but that further just lets you know like the arrogance of them. Right. It's like yeah, and I'm gonna talk about it on a documentary. Right. You know. So, um, but I'm glad that the that the white powder bar at least had to see had to see some federal uh federal uh pressure. I guess to 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 you know I mean because because. At the end of the day, these niggas really ain't gangster. And if they if if they were faced with jail time, you know, as I mean, you saw it. They all got scared straight. They dipped. Yeah, they all yeah. got scared straight because that's the thing about well, them. They honest, really ain't no fucking gangsters. Yeah, but even the whole scared straight thing. One, we also agree that lawyers are are civilians, right? Or somewhere in the mm, middle where I, they can't snitch. Yeah, I don't count. I mean, yeah, there's someone yeah. in the middle where they can't really snitch. They're a lawyer. Yeah. So they didn't. I don't know how much of a gangster I expect them to be, and they recused themselves. It wasn't like they, you know, snitched to get away from time. They already yeah. gotten paid. Yeah. One dude already got three hundred k. He's like, yeah, I'll leave. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're right. Right. Yeah. Fuck them, man. Fuck these these defense lawyers, man. No, fuck the prosecution. Them too. You can fuck. Well, I guess defense. I guess it depends on what, what side of the table I'm sitting on. <laughs> right. Because I because I guess a defense attorney would be your best friend. But I think the prosecution in this episode was the villain. I don't know about that. Everything was about vengeance. It wasn't even about like did they they don't they did not care what they got them on. Everything right. was about let's take everything to the extreme from picking at the picking at what are we in fifth grade, but from. <laughs> subpoenaing the defense lawyers to dig into all these things it's like what I mean, are you doing they did you took job. this man's father yeah okay Come when, on, when you say stuff like that absolutely Come they on, were son. bad guys like, yeah 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 and yeah. the lawyer made a joke we got to get his dad and son out before he go at the dog and the parrot next like that's true what are we doing yeah I, I i get your point there i guess you know his just daddy was a cute little poppy like he didn't want to do anything like he was at home drinking cafecito hey that like, sal sal could have changed that though sal could have fixed that sal we're gonna get to sal sal's a piece of shit sal's a piece of shit yeah we can get to him right now sal's Self, a piece of shit self-important piece of shit yeah the only person to me he is not a piece of shit over peggy no He's he's definitely a pet George piece of shit over Valdez. Bit. No, I, I, I'm now I've I've turned the tide on George Valdez. I appreciate George Valdez. him, but no, the only person to me that is the the biggest bad guy in this entire show to me is Marilyn Bonacea. I told you. Okay, I, well, I gave you flowers last she, episode. This first episode, she sauntered in here in that ugly tacky yeah. black dress. She the biggest bad guy to me, and that Bob. And that guy who only puts eyeliner on the bottom. Oh, oh, we know the answer to that. An opiate addicted piece of shit woman. Like, it's just 
but no sal from allowing his father and son to get arrested and not only arrested but served time his son did five years from that to not making a deal because mm-hmm. we saw that willie made a deal willie made a deal but he had this arrogance of i can just get off again right which he wasn't wrong to some degree he wasn't wrong he got the right defense team. But you can't keep playing with people. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. The prosecution is a piece of shit for that. Because, okay, again, we're here. How you get 205 years <sighs> they do, for money laundering. They do the, not even the book. They do the library. That's that insane point. to me. I don't, yeah. that that's disgusting that that can happen. But you understand what it was about though, right? It was about revenge though. It yeah. was about embarrassment. Yeah. And you cannot sentence people. Off embarrassment. Right. Like that's not what we're here for. You're well, clearly pride. you can't. You sh- <laughs> but you shouldn't, right? Like it's the flaw of American justice system that that judge has that much leeway. Yeah, that's that's the that's the flaw. Yeah, right? like, yeah. The justice system is fucked up. It's entirely too interpretive. Be- because clearly you weren't unbiased. Clearly, when you sentence. Clearly, and yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. We could tell that you brought in your feelings mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, he's in the fucking jail with the fu- with the dude who who bombed the twin towers. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. That's crazy. But now, however, however, I guess it's not crazy if you in your heart feel like he committed, he called these murders. I guess when you weigh it up against that, it's not as crazy. It doesn't matter. You have to be unbiased. Again, those are you bringing your feelings into it. Your heart does not matter when a jury of his peers found him not guilty. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm, I, I guess and the I'm way just... prosecution was going on, like it was some great thing, like, and they basically said it was about revenge. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what they said. Yeah, that's a. I mean, I don't think they had, at that point why hide it, right? Like why hide it? You know, they got their ass kicked twice by two different defense teams. First of all, all them niggas should have lost their job. Damn, they should have all lost their. The job. first round, they should have lost their job. Yeah, but how did you not insulate the jury from an? You thought he was so dangerous the first go round. Yeah, why would you not insulate the? Okay, that's your right. business. Right, but to get your ass kicked by two different defense teams, two separate times, for the for the for the same person that that you apparently you know had a Trump type case on because the feds don't go after you unless they got a Trump type case. I do believe that Maryland was lying though. I wanted to get here. Yeah. So me too. I do not Sal believe Sal. would not Sal. have told her that. I, not only, absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. He wouldn't have told her that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she, she if he loved her or if he hated her, he would not make her the holder of that information either all, way. At all. And yeah. then, and then furthermore, okay. If he called these hits, who paid for them? Because you were holding the ledgers, right? You were in charge of the money, right? So you should be able to name that. You see what I'm saying? Which means you can also name the hitman. Okay. Because you would have gave him a nickname. Right. So now you're a co-conspirator in that whole situation. But you got off with just witness protection. Yeah. And because you were full of shit. But even th- so, that that means they didn't get duped. They had a bad trial. Yeah. They had a bad case. Yeah. You wanted Marilyn to be this star witness that she wasn't. That you inc- you c- If we thought of that, mm-hmm. I'm sure they asked her. Well, who paid for it? What got paid? Who did right. it? And she could not answer. Right. And they just, on a hope and a prayer that people are stupid, would believe that she never read the Miami Herald. Yeah. That didn't get past the black man, though. The black man can, baby. <laughs> yeah, Sneaky man. Bastards. Um, 
Um, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up because because now I do not believe Sal called any of those hits. No, I mean, I, yeah, it, to to me it was Colombian cartel invest, you know, vested interest. Um, because the timelines, so I mean, I, because I don't, I they were jumping around with time, so I don't know exactly when was what, when was what. I you know I stuck by it was I feel like it was Pablo's call probably to get certain people killed, but mm-hmm. he could have been already. No, because I, these murders happened in the, in the early '90s, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it still could have been Pablo. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely Colombian cartel uh, called. Pablo was in hits. quote unquote jail, but it was his jail, so he was fine. Yeah, um, but but he was murdered by and what did we say last time? By '94, he was. Yeah, he was murdered. And they got by indicted DA. in '96. Yeah, but this this indictment came down in ninety six. So that means the murders happened. Ninety ninety one. Yeah, years before that. So so I still, I, and of course it can't be proven, but I still stand on those were, you know, Pablo cartel, uh, called hits. Yeah. To to you know to protect basically, you know, there's some of their star. It's uh, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the star producers. You know what you know what I wonder in 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 these situations. Like when we start talking about the whole like universe of drug dealers, right? The networks, right? Mm-hmm. I I want somebody to start digging into like who's key, who who was buying whose kilos. Right? So like so we're doing BMF right now, right? Uh-huh. BMF was cracking in the in in the late 80s early 90s and up until the early 2000s right so they had like almost like a 20 year run Mm -hmm. okay who were they getting their bricks from i mean we right in the show right now it's it's do pat right but like who was pat getting his work from was it coming from sal and willie you see what i'm saying like that's what i want to start getting into is like what big distributors whose bricks were hitting what like street level dealers that sounds like an off-season project for us yeah but but see all right so like the the big all right the big distributors if you let cinema tell it from like the 70s to the 80s so far so far it's george jung right (laughs) (laughs) it's george jung blow okay it's willie and sal Mm -hmm. um who else came off the the Pablo tree? Would 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 we say would we say uh, the Black Widow? Would we say uh, Negro? Uh, what's her name? The Godmother. Yeah. What's her name? Griselda Blanco. Yeah, Griselda. I said Negro. <laughs> That's because right, I called you Griselda like, Negro. Uh-huh. Would we say Griselda Blanco? Would, would we consider her a big distributor? Yeah. Okay. Right. So that street right there. Who who else? What other big name distributors do you know? Like all, based off of like documentaries and stuff that. All of the big name distributors that I pay attention to is is related to the government. Oh, okay. But even then, I'd be interested to see who's tied to them. Right. Because it couldn't have just been Franklin and them. Right. So you're talking <laughs> about, yeah, uh, uh, Freeway Ricky Ross. Because yeah. who was he getting his from? Who was, re- I mean, I know the government, but who was the middleman? There who, wasn't who, one. Yes, it was. He was dealing with, he was dealing with a, Colum- uh, was it a Colombian dude or was it a Mexican dude? There was somebody that he was dealing with to get that that he was dealing with to get the work. Why why are you quiet? To my knowledge, that was a collaborative effort that he knew. What do you mean? 
there may have been a time where the, the relationship was formed and it was a Mexican. The relationship was formed there. Mm-hmm. But to my knowledge, and again, I could be wrong. I'm a child. But that freeway knew that it was government. No, he didn't know it was government until he got popped. Okay. Yeah. He then was, it was a Mexican. He was dealing. Okay. It was a Mexican. But did the Mexican person know now is my question. The, yeah. So that was the whole thing. The whole thing was like that. Well, then who, it still goes back to the government, right? It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was okay. But yes. But we're talking about who's responsible for the transaction because, because, okay. Cause if we, if we say that, then we're going to say that all the bricks in the world come from Pablo case solved. No, no, no. I'm just saying that. I don't know if that Mexican person was a big name is what I'm, is what I mean. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he would. If, if you supplying all the floor or all of California, you're a big name. Hold on. I'm looking it up on Google right now. And maybe I'm discounting him because I know it's from the government. So I never really. Yeah. Chose to commit that. Okay. Um, you got to fill in some time here while I'm doing my research. So I'm trying to, th- <laughs> usually it's backwards. Um, so we have Griselda Blanco came up Pablo's tree. Who else did we say? We said George Young. That George was Pablo's tree. Blow. If yeah. you want to learn about George Young, that was right. Blow. Who were the um? Who was the guy? The John dude. The 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 guy that was the first uh in the first documentary, Cocaine Cowboys. The white guy, John something. I didn't watch Cocaine Cowboys one. I only watched two. You didn't watch. You didn't watch the first one. It was boring to me. Duh, you. Wild. I think it might have been boring because I watched the second one first. So to go back to the first one after seeing that? The second one was absolutely like way more entertaining. Right. So to try and watch the first one after that, I was like, eh. Right. Um His okay. Uh El Chapo. Teacher. Is El Chapo? Was he like a um like a like a minty um, of Pablo? Yeah. Oh hold on one second. I'm I'm seeing here. Who you who who'd you say? El Chapo. El Chapo. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure. I don't I don't really know the lineage of El Chapo. Because if so, I want to know who got their stuff from him too. Because he had a really long he reign. Had a big he just got popped. Yeah. Literally. And again, I'm never gonna forget that El Chapo said, "Let go of my son, or I'm blowing this shit up." And they didn't let go of his son, so he blew that shit up from jail. Right. I'm never gonna forget his wife on Instagram talking all her shit like, "Yeah, what's up?" Hey. With guns and everything else, talking about where her man was, and they still couldn't go get him. Ivan Arguelles, Arguelles, Guelias, I don't know how to pronounce it. Arguelles. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, um, I, that was Rick Ross's supplier. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's not a big name. Hold on. About eight months after becoming Ross's supplier, Arguelles was shot in the spine, resulting in months of hospitalization and forced him out of the cocaine business. His brother-in-law, Harry Corrales, took over the business, but was not enthusiastic about the trade and had failed to make any connections of his own suppliers. Okay, so no, that wasn't the supplier that I'm thinking. Blondon. Anyway. Oh, here here we go. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry I'm putting y'all through this. I'm trying to figure out who When Treasy gets on a tangent, he refuses to let it go. Yeah, man. Because we're definitely talking about cocaine cowboys, Kings of Miami, but he doesn't care. He's doing that thing he does when he rambles. Dang, I'm sorry. But this time he won't stop the ramble. Even though it's creating dead space and air. Dang, I'm sorry. And he's not going to stop. He's still looking. I'm still looking. He thinks that I'm feeling dead air and I'm not. I'm trying to get him to end the ramble, but he won't. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I'm interested in putting together, like, understanding the networks. Yeah. Whose bricks were supplying what street dealers. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, who ultimately who was 
uh, Al Poe and Rich Porter and them getting their work from. Yeah. You know, BMF, you know, Rick Ross. Um, so I'm interested in that. And I, ho- I wish somebody would come along and do a project that kind of tied it all together. That'd be dope to look at. Yeah, I'm sure there's enough snitches to put that one together. Gotta be. <laughs> um, and enough paperwork and all types of shit. Uh, I, I tell you what, if that proffer would have went through, we damn sure would have known. <laughs> and that, I think, should embarrass the government more than anything. Mm-hmm. That they were so arrogant that they were like, no, we'll get him the first score round. And mm-hmm. he was like, bro, I'll do 40 years. I'll give you 40 million and I'll give you names. Yeah. Of, and and the money. Of a way to oh, yeah, st- well, you said, of yeah. a way to stop this. Right. We don't want to stop it. We just want you to go to jail. That's crazy. So where those bricks go? Where those bricks go? Upstate. Yeah, see. DC. So oh, are those the bricks that Jay-Z got? 92 please, bricks. Please enough. <laughs> he crawl are those the bricks he crawled back with? Please enough. <laughs> enough, okay? Enough. Those are the 92 on. bricks he got it all Diablo, back with. Enough. <laughs> but oh shit. Anyway, man. No, I think that had they done that, they could have actually fixed it and that makes me believe Who'd you know that was up there that you didn't want to see up there? Right. That you were that against it and you felt that vindicated and not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It would have, it would have, it, it uh, that would have solved the problem if you'd like. That would have changed the course probably of Miami narcotics. Yeah, for sure. Miami, but just the whole course of narcotics in America, that would have mm-hmm. changed a lot. Probably that proffer. Yeah. It would have changed a lot. A lot of heads would have rolled. They would have had the exam. They would have had the chance to set an example of mm-hmm. police um, escorts, police security for that, mm-hmm. for politicians helping them, for judges and lawyers and all kinds of things. Yeah. But they probably knew that. Mm-hmm. And somebody's. I'm still not convinced that do with the prosecutor with the mush mouth. Uh huh isn't dirty in this. I don't know why. Something my gut tells me he's a little closer to this than he wants to be. He could have been. Because he was super gung-ho about this. Like, what you so excited for? Right. And I get, but. Well, I guess they phrased it like he was young. This was the case I was supposed to make his bones or whatever. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Or it was the case that he knew that. I feel like a lot of times people get into this knowing the dirty perks that exist. Okay. And how dare they get rid of them. What do you mean, the dirty perks? The dirty perks. Be Having the opportunity, you become an ADA. Mm. People like that are going to come to you and offer you money at some point, mm. especially in Miami. You become a police officer in the right neighborhood. Mm. There's another check to be had. Right. Hmm. Why ruin that? Okay. So you so you feel like he might have been part of that web? I just do. Okay. I have no, sir, I have no evidence at all. Yeah. Well, shit. It but I didn't about Maryland either. You and did. I was right. That's, that's very true. That, that's bitch. very true. That fucking Bob. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, he, he was like, Marilyn Bonachet was a scorned lover. I was like, oh, six, six probably jumping out of her seat right now. I, t- I told y'all. <laughs> episode one. Why is she so excited about this little blue car? Yeah. I told y'all. Yeah. Told she, y'all niggas. I told you. Okay. I told y'all well, shit. niggas. Well, speaking of told you, I told you that they could have just, I, I told you this shit was just Miami Vice. And then we found out Cabeza <laughs> got that worked on Miami Vice. Cabeza. Like, yeah, nigga. I told you too. Shit. Love that for him. Yeah. When you was like A-cab, fuck all cops. I was like, but yeah, no, I this is pretty much Miami A-cab. Vice. I still mean it. <laughs> um, uh, so they talk about how Willie and Sal split up. 
Very smart on Bully's behalf. Very, I'm not mad at it. Very smart. I, I <laughs> he pulled the Puffy when Puffy got damn uh, got, got a second uh, lawyer from Shine. Yeah, Willie saw. He said <laughs> they gave baby two hundred and what? Yeah. Hey, come here. I did that. I come need, here. I need another nigga. Oh, he had niggas killed. Oh nah. That's crazy. Chico. But you know what I did? <laughs> I cleaned some money up. If y'all was gonna ask me yeah, that, yeah, just in case yeah. you would. I did do that. Yeah. So let's just deal with that. Well, um. Yes, that was smart, though. Very smart. And if Sal had a brain, that's what he would have done. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why I think I hadn't heard of this case. And I'm going to put my conspiracy bag on. None of these people should have been drug dealers, first of all. I'm going to put my conspiracy conspiracy hat on real quick. Uh Because Harry Coslick, the rabbi, was involved with this. I'm putting my hat on. That's why we ain't hear about this case, because there was a Jewish man laundering the money. And it okay? none. Seidel bong. It was. Hey, hey Seidel bong. Oh, my God. <laughs> back to doing this bullshit. Seidel And it wasn't just. Just swarm Seidel going. It wasn't just the rabbi. It was the Bank of Israel. Yeah, the Bank of Israel. Yeah. It, it wasn't just. Yeah, yeah the yeah. rabbi supplied the check. Yeah. But. To talk about this is to talk about the Bank of Israel laundering hundreds of millions of dollars. We always hear about the Bank of Panama. We'll never hear about the Bank of Israel. Panamanians are black. You see what I'm saying, man? No matter what anybody tells you or what you watch, I promise you, there might be a hundred Panamanians who look like that. The rest of them are black, just Mm. so you know. I know a couple Panamanians that look white. There's like 10 of those. But uh, yeah. So to me, to me, that's probably why we didn't hear about this because because me- media might have put the kibosh on the whole. Th- <laughs> Look at that, put the kibosh on it. Between that and people wanting to know what's in that proffer, I can see that. Yeah. Especially in Miami, especially in Miami. Yeah. Imagine getting the government and the Jews in trouble in Miami. Come on, man. Good luck. Yeah. That's that. But I'm gonna take yourself. off. I'm gonna take off that hat immediately. Because, immediately, because I don't want to be apologizing to no. I'm not talking about the whole Jewish community. I'm talking about this one Jewish rabbi. Because you can't say nothing bad about the Jewish. You can say anything you want to about black folks. There's something about but, say there's something behind that too, you, ain't it? But you you say you say one Jewish man laundered money and what's up with the bank of Israel? Next thing I know, my account's overdrafting. They gonna have you in the synagogue. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to educate you about something. Can't say nothing bad about Jewish. There's mm-hmm, there's a method behind that, I imagine. Yeah, but I'm gonna take that hat off because I ain't trying to apologize like Nick Cannon, bro. We're gonna put it to the side. It still exists, it's still there. <laughs> we just know, you know. Kulito is Fucking the one. Kulito. Who, yeah. Well, wouldn't a name like little ass, of course he would do What'd some little ass dumb do? shit. None of these people should have been in this business. Yeah, they were bad. They were they were bad at it. It was like, they what's were, that show? It was a black and white show. Two idiots always bumbling and fuffling around. Are you talking about the Three Stooges? Yes. It was three of them. Either way, <laughs> you said two of them. Whatever. The Three Stooges. Yes. You know what I was talking about? But it really is just like a band of Stooges, just like bumping their heads against shit. Like, yeah, no, they were some dumb between asses. Marilyn being a, a pill popper, can't get her life together. Everybody else is just so stinking doofy. This, these people just should have stuck to driving boats. They should have made whatever money they needed to make mm-hmm. to buy five or six boats, mm-hmm. bought their five or six boats, and, got about the and just raced their little heart's content. Because the rest of this just, it was not their ministry. They had they had the custodian for uh, Miami Public Schools hiding, hiding $6 million in his attic. I wish y'all could see me. Right. <laughs> So you. What I will say, at least he kept it cool. He ain't do like Miguel Moya. 
He kept it cool. I had to take my glasses off. <laughs> he kept it cool, though. You thought... Mm. Remember in like maybe the second episode, mm-hmm. we said, ain't no way in God's heaven or the devil's hell mm-hmm. that you fit in that much money in U-Haul boxes. Well, they told us, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They told us. But you thought it, they keep picking poor people yeah. to hide all this money with. Yeah. In the attic. There's a lot of moisture in the attic, bro. Damn. So, and it was just sitting there in boxes. It's, it's, I'm glad somebody found it because it just would have got molten together. Mill dude together. Someone on that proffer huh. should have been who you were hiding six, seven, eight million dollars with. That's a fact. That's a fact. That you should have a... had it in the bank of Israel. Yeah, the bank of Israel. Well, maybe they maybe they had plenty over there. They needed some liquid, you know, kidnap money in case somebody get kidnapped. But you hid it with Luis Valverde, the custodian. Well, let's think about this. Who who else would you hide it with? Someone who the government is never going to raid. Someone who the government will be weary of attaching me to in public? I, I would imagine that he would have never thought in a million years the government would raid his house. Yeah. You want to know why? Because he trusted fucking Marilyn Bonacea. Yeah, with the money. See, you don't, see, you don't, you can't trust the pill head with the money. Come on. The pill head. That's why, okay, so now it makes sense why she was taking millions of So much money. There. I was about to she, say that. She was there. Had a pill habit. She had a pill habit. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Whatever, man. Stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> um, uh, okay, let's let, let's talk let's talk about the only black man on their organization, Justo J. Justo. We've loved Justo since the beginning. What's the Justo stand account? We 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 were white supremacists when we said we thought Justo was gonna pop everybody, would pop like five people. Uh, we, we was perpetuating a stereotype we that white were. supremacy. I'm right? sorry, Justo. We was we was we was perpetuating white supremacy with that theory. And come to find out, he 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 didn't snitch on nobody. He did his time. He sat down and shut up. He got out early, right? Because he was supposed to get life, right? Yep. So I am interested in how he got out early, but fine. Good time. Put it in yeah, for his appeals. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else took the hit. And he was like, listen, these guys, I was working under these guys. Can yeah. you cut me a deal? Yeah. Whatever. All right, boom. Gets out of prison. Probably, you know, tried to make up for lost time with his son. And his son is a professional baseball player. Imagine. Look at that. Imagine as a cube, as a black Cuban father. Look at that. Your black Cuban son is now an MLB, like a star MLB player. John. So John Jay is Justo Jay's son. That is crazy. That's dope. That's he plays for the White Sox, I believe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like John Jay is Justo Jay's son. That is. Yeah, this warms my heart. That's dope. Justo 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 is the winner in his whole. Oh, I want to follow up on Justo J, see what he's up to. I'm I hope tell you he's right living now, a cute, quiet life. I'm going to tell you he's off the grid. I hope so. He don't got no social media. He's somebody grandfather right yeah, now. Yeah, he like, yo, I'm, listen, I'm done. I'm done with the world. He's somewhere being a whale cooking whole pigs all the time. There you go, man. So he probably watched his cocaine cowboys jump and was laughing at Willie. Because <laughs> Willie couldn't, <laughs> Willie couldn't get, couldn't, couldn't get, uh, what did they, they uh, ex, uh, not extradite him, what did they, what did they call it? Where they refused Deported. him. Deported him. Yeah. yeah. Try to get him to go back to out Cuba. Of, out of Cuba. At least he got a song made about him. Don't you sing it again. Willie. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> and I'm interested <laughs> into why Willie thought he was going to be murdered in Cuba. Um... That's a good question. Maybe because he, he he was doing because he was selling Colombian work. Maybe 
Or maybe he was just lying, trying not to get deported and didn't think they sent him to the DR. No, because then he got ran out of the DR. No, he no, because he was basically, yeah. But, but the, the news started playing. I forget what happened. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think. I think. I think. No, Cuba forced him out because he they, didn't go to Cuba. The deal that he struck because uh-huh. he was so terrified of being murdered in Cuba, uh-huh. they sent him to the DR. Oh, okay. And then the DR ran him out, and now no one knows where he is. Mm. Mm, That's mm, crazy. Mm. Yeah, he must have done something wild. Or they just don't want that kind of stuff there, which is fucking unbelievable. So I don't think that's it. I, like I'm interested to know. Mm, what, I mean, I mean, what is his family tied to, or what is he tied to, or what has he done that may have not been talked about here? Yeah, that's a good. That's that's a very valid question. That's a very valid question. Obviously, they didn't get into it first. Um. Uh. Peggy's wife was on Real Housewives of Miami. None of that surprises me. Yeah. That explains so much. And she's Cuban. Yeah. By the way. And calls him Peter. White. Yeah. That's wild. Nigga name is That man's name Pedro. is Pedro. <laughs> Pedro. You decide to call him Peter. And then name your son Peter and assume that he's a junior. Yeah. No, they have different names. Yeah. They do. One is Pedro. One is Peter. And you are Cuban. Like I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what these people, man. I really don't. Whiteness seems like an illness sometimes. But Peggy is was super wild. Peggy after his interview <laughs> in 2017, Damn. he went to go. He went. He did. He did interviews about how he used to sell cocaine. And how it ruined his people. life. Now, now I'm not a street expert, but <laughs> I I was led to believe. That Nobody's once right. you have paperwork on you as being a snitch, you kind of dirty. You, well, you can't get work no more. That's what it should that's, be. That's kind of like the repercussion, right? Is that like you can't get work because people can't trust you because you snitch on people. Yep. Right. So how would he get his hands on five more bricks or six more bricks? So Peggy <sighs> decided after leaving one of these interviews. That he, that's how they made it seem like he, yeah, left, the, he left the interview with yeah, bricks in the truck that he was going to sell drugs again and Peggy forgetting that he had just spoken with in an area full of several prosecutors yeah. several defense lawyers lots of reporters yeah. um, you know lots of cameras yeah. lots of old flames who may still have a little resentment mm-hmm. he decided to try and go to sell five keys who was he selling the five keys to? DA agents um this guy's an idiot man he's an idiot and it causes me to believe that peggy for this entire wow wow for even this mic shut up i hate to see for this entire interview (laughs) was probably treating his nose because there is no way that a sober mind Mm -hmm. left an interview talking about how you lost your family you lost time with your son Mm -hmm. you lost all of this life and then you immediately decide to go try and sell five keys. Yeah. And then get caught. And now you're back in jail. You notice his name didn't make the song. No. No, they weren't <laughs> proud of him. Peggy Rosada. <laughs> yeah, his his name last did... name was not Rosada. What was it? What was his last name? It wasn't Rosada, was it? Oh, that's what came to my head. Uh, I think you're thinking of Tony Passato. Oh yeah, Tony Passato. Was it Rosella? 
It was something with an R, Peggy's last name was. I don't know. It don't matter. He didn't make the song. He didn't make the cut. None of these people should have been selling drugs. <sighs> yeah, I think that's the moral of the story, man. Like, for these dudes to get the label Cocaine Cowboys, it's obviously just because they did a lot of volume. Idiot Cause, Cowboys at that. Because they got to talking about how- Fucking Cowboy know, Bebop. Like. <laughs> 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 so, you know, they got- you know, the first like episode or two, they were just really trying to drill in our heads about how organized and how, oh, they ran this like a Fortune 500 company. Even somebody in this jump referred to them as the the uh, the Falcone and Magluta group, <laughs> like they're an investment, like they're an investment group, you, and you know, know, like they're a hedge fund. And, you know, you know, as someone in corporate America. I can't say they're completely off. Yeah, I mean they're they pro- just don't have the insurance of the S and P or the Dow keeping them afloat. But yeah, but this it's just like um and lots of coke is done in corporate America, my guy. I, I can. It's probably the 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 biggest demographic. Yeah, for cocaine. Co- coke man. is a white professional drug. Yeah, it's expensive. It's too. That's why they had to crack it up. That's what? why they had to rock it up. Crack it up. I hate <laughs> you so much. That's why they had to rock it up to hate make it cheap, cheaper for everybody else that make under you know under twenty grand a year and shit. Like it's just these people. <sighs> fucking. Yeah, coke. Like what? What? Like what do grams go for right now? Do you know? No. You know the price of grams? No. We we don't know what coin is tethered to, tethered to light coin. <laughs> <laughs> no, gotta gotta delve into that. I think for some of these off season projects, yeah. some of this offhand stuff we talk about, yeah. we should do we, a little forty five minute, little quick jumps, yeah, little, to see what kind of validity we can pull out. Yeah, of it. but now my point is that grams of coke. I mean, I, I can't imagine a gram of coke. Okay. Less than it's not less than a hundred. Let's see, it's a thousand grams and it's a thousand grams in a key, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How how much a kilo is going for? They going they they've got to be going for at least like at least forty. Let's just say at least forty for a whole key. What do you think? Cheaper? Yeah. You think cheaper for a key? Yeah. What twenty a key? Like Young Buck said? Oh no no he was ten a key because he's from Tennessee. Right. Ten a key. Let's go on the average in the nineties, which from all of the stuff that we watched, fifteen to seventeen. Oh, let me call my homeboy. Put him on speakerphone. See if he can tell me the price. Listen to me. All right. See <laughs> Why would you to your friend? You just said he's your homeboy. Yo, this is trees. You're alive with the grams of right, snow like, podcast. Uh, what? What's the price of a brick? Yeah, nah. Okay, so you say you say about gonna hang 20. up in your face. Boy, stop playing with me. <laughs> you say about 20? That was a legend. That was, what, what is Joe Budden be saying? Comedy style? Comedy that, that style. That was comedy style. I don't know. Nobody just say 15 to 17. Let's just say 17. Yo, I think if, if you get, okay, listen. Oh, we've never sold get, drugs. If you if you could get a Kia Coke for seventeen, I'm gonna let you know. I gotta buy it right now. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, just I'm just gonna let you know. A buyer seventeen is way too cheap. You can't even get like a nah. Seventeen is way too well, cheap. It's got to be at least like when 30. I lived. You know, I'm like when I lived in San Diego. Uh-huh. Um, you know, um, from my experience over there in California, mm-hmm. because they're so comfortable with weed, mm-hmm. they use Coke recreationally. Like they use Coke how the East Coast uses weed right yeah, okay. so like you walk into the girl's bathroom and this is a true story i'll never forget walk to a girl's bathroom think i've been out with one of my girlfriends over there i used the term girlfriend loosely i'd met her like three weeks before mm-hmm. we were cool i go to the bathroom she's still out in the section partying go up myself to, you know just to go got a tinkle mm-hmm. girls in the bathroom doing what girls in the bathroom do laughing giggling in the mirror being very drunk right um and i notice these women are smelling a key like a door key Oh, keys for keys. And I'm just, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I was like, 
okay. So we're talking, laughing. They're very nice young ladies. Mm-hmm. Very lovely. I still actually talk to one of these girls. Wow. Um, they look at me and go, oh my God, I'm so rude. I'm sorry. Did you want to bump? And I was like. She was very rude. <laughs> I was very rude. You're was supposed like, to ask, sweetheart, you're supposed to ask me as soon as I walk in if I want to bump. And they're, because they were talking and just doing it. She's like, oh my God, do you want to bump? Yeah. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, that's I'm, the, my little East Coast heart yeah, is very nervous. That's, that, sweetheart, that's a drug habit. No, no, thank you. <laughs> right, like that's, that. You're, like you're a drug mm. addict. No, thank you. You're in a bathroom at a club doing okay, Yeah, that's wild. That's you're wild. in your good shoes. Um, So they come out and they're hanging out with us. And so I'm, the point is, I do know how much uh, Graham was back then. How much? It was $120. Because, okay, there you go. Because she was saying that, because um, we were, we had gone to the next spot mm-hmm. and they were in the backseat of the car with me and my girlfriend. My, mm-hmm. I didn't know the girl I was hanging out with mm-hmm. was a Coke user. Wow. I mean, she was nice enough. She was very much a functional one. Like, you know, I'm still friends with people. Like, right. you know, people, some folks do Coke. And That's their do. business. Oh, she could be responsible for uh, our, our listenership in Cali. She could. Shout out to you. She could. Um, clearly I'm not going to name her now. I've said that she has coke. <laughs> but we were in the car and the girls are doing another bump mm-hmm. and they asked her if she wanted to. She's like, oh, I would, but I'm driving. I was like, oh, I'll drive because I know that that way no one's going to ask me right. for the rest of the do, night yeah, to, to do to drugs. Do like I'll get off. So, and I don't, I'm not really a big drinker either. Right. So normally I'll volunteer to drive on nights out because people won't ask me to do things that put me in an altered state. I just don't like it. Nice. Smart. Um, right. So if I'm the DD, uh-huh. sure, I'll be the DD. I don't care. I'm gonna have just as much fun as I would if I wasn't driving. Right. Um, so they're doing whatever. She goes, Oh my gosh, we gotta get some more. We're gonna be out all night. How much was this one? I'll give you half of it. Mm-hmm. She was like, Oh, it's 120, just give me 60. So yeah. Oh, she might have got joke home homegirl who asked. No, no, how we much met dude. We he, she introduced okay. us to the gentleman that she bought so, Coke from. So here's all right, so just doing quick retail math. 120 a gram. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that means a st- the street value on that particular brick is at least a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, which means the brick itself costs at least sixty because you got to do a hundred. I was very wrong, man. So yeah, so okay. that's what I'm saying. Like like, and now that's just assuming that home homie just wasn't taxing them for like rich white girl tax, you know? Because 124 grams sound kind of crazy. She was not a white girl. Oh okay okay. She was very much a Mexican, and he was probably. Oh, wow. undercharging her because after getting to know her more her family would give you reason to undercharge her if you were in that business i'm not gonna say much more than that here her family would give you reason to undercharge. we went her. to visit her family a lot in mexico when i lived in san diego oh okay got it yeah oh so dang so yeah bricks so, so bricks is way more expensive that's what i'm saying if you if you right. got one for 17 i don't know nothing i was just I know pulling from stuff i saw on for tv 17, <laughs> i know i know a few people who probably buy a few right now Peggy Rosello. just off, off rosella i knew it was something with an yeah. r but yeah so so that lets you know that the back then what, what year was this this was in 2004 14 15 so so the price of a key was probably around for like 50 60 at that point yeah. now i'll say you know with the popularity of fentanyl and all this other and all these other opioids maybe the price of coke has gone down some so i'm i'm my my guess and you know actual retail price if somebody knows they could they but but my guess is going to be around 40 to 45 a key right now like because i because i'm sticking with this shit is around the price of bitcoin that's what i'm sticking with okay yeah so that's that's you know if we guessing that's what i'm guessing around 40 between 40 and 45 but um anyway that was a hell of a tangent twice that we just got off of but speaking of that fentanyl bullshit you know they just charged two cops for smuggling like eight 
fucking kilos of that shit? Yeah. They, they, 80, excuse me. They need to put them niggas like under the cement of the jail. I want them flogged. Yeah. I want them publicly flogged. Yeah. Because that's, they're killing people directly. That's not about a habit. That's not about anyone else, you know, wearing the responsibility of addiction. Mm-hmm. That's murder. Yeah, that's murder for sure. Because it, and people, like I said before, people keep calling these ODs. That is not an OD. Right. You were not buying fentanyl. And of course, it was two white police officers who did it. Of course, of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. Hate, hate to play the race car, but you know. The- There's some stuff black folks is not going to do. I can't see a black person lacing nothing with fentanyl. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, me and scene. my rose colored glasses and the interaction that yeah. I've had has that as someone who does not have a drug habit and doesn't know anyone yeah. who sells like really hard drugs like that, yeah. even if they did, wouldn't do that. I can't see. Black people do Listen, it to black people. I just and again, maybe I am super optimistic big, about us. Biggie, Biggie laid it all out in ten crack commandments. Oh right? God, I'm telling you that that's the creed every, of your life. That that'll because it'll answer all the questions. Number three, never trust nobody. Your mom's has set that ass up properly, gassed up. I guess. Okay. I guess. So so for capitalism, niggas would do anything possible. Okay. Mm. I don't put it past no race. Um. Uh. Uh, Tabby, Tabby, so idiot. You told I thought you told me that him and his wife got killed. No, I didn't tell you that. I said they didn't get killed. I oh. didn't, I wouldn't tell you what happened. Okay, yeah. okay. So so you read about that that he got yes, yeah, yeah. That, that's wild. Basically, yeah. living in Orlando, fucking idiot, for what twenty something years, twenty something years, and got popped riding a bike, right? Going on a bike ride, a nice little leisurely bike ride, yeah. That's with his shorty. Come on, man. I hope he made his bed before that. That has to suck. Yeah. You think I that... wanted Tavi to get away. When I read that, I was like, God damn, yeah. I mean, you of know. course he was living in Kissimmee. Kissimmee is like the armpit of Orlando. Of Orlando? Yeah. <laughs> why, why why what's up with these what, what is in the water in in Florida to where it's like Florida man. It's Florida man? Florida man. It's just oh, Florida man. Florida man. Because my thing is like, all right, Florida is the furthest south. Miami's the furthest southeast of the United States. I'm going to Spokane, Washington. You understand? The furthest north. I'm going to Alaska. I'm Fam- going to Anchorage, no. the furthest northwest. Of I'm the not map. even doing that. I speak <laughs> Spanish. There it is. I'm going to is. Chile. Yeah, I'm, I'm go- going to Spain. I'm doing an Edward Snowden. I'm going to Russia. You understand? Yeah. Like I'm going somewhere where there's a it's beach weather year round. Yeah. I can speak my native tongue and the with weak extradition laws. Yeah. I'm going to Bolivia. Like this what do we talk? I'm gonna go start a farm in Guatemala. Like I'm not <laughs> all of that. <laughs> like I'm not going to Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. I don't bro. care if I I make a pretty decent living now and have no responsibilities and yeah. you're not going to convince me to move to Orlando. So like, I'm not going to do it. I'm on the run from the federal government in Miami. Man. And that just shows a slapstick operation. They ran, they That's didn't go I'm look saying. two hours away. These guys are, these guys are crazy, man. Now my own, I, I, so I wonder what the tax rate is in Florida because the tax rate must be like amazing. If, if it's they, a lot of ways to get over on taxes in Florida. Yeah. So the tax but, rate isn't that great, but, but I'm it's like, you can Swiss go to cheese. Delaware for that. You can go to you can go to Nevada cold. for that. It's cold in Delaware. Delaware. It's flat in Nevada. Cold. It ain't that cold in Delaware. Uh-huh. 
when you're from Florida, yes, it oh, is. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, of course. Anywhere. I mean, shit, Atlanta's cold if you're from. My friends from, in Florida, if yeah. it hits 70 degrees, they have on winter coats and Uggs and they are not playing. Oh, they wild. No, no, they are freezing cold and I'm not. Mm. They're not making a joke well, of it. They are cold. Well, dress warm. I'm saying if you if you trying to leave if you trying to get I'm a, I'm a Tony Montani on niggas to death. If you trying to if you are on the run, fam, you gotta put yeah. How you feel in temperature weather, it, it <laughs> matters none. Okay, yeah, but even then, go further south. Go further south, man. You yeah. guys had the ability to make all these passports. Yeah, make one that says you're Chilean. Right. Yeah. Go live in the Andes. Yeah. Go live in Argentina. Yeah. South America is right there. It's right there. Live in Panama. Panama is a great country to live in. Is it? Yes. Never been. They are rated as one of the happiest countries on the planet, literally. Yeah? Yes. Shit. The Panamanians, I know they, they have ain't... a great economy, apparently. I don't but... That's crazy. Listen, you could have gone to Spain. Yeah. You literally speak Spanish. Yeah. You had advantages. You had options. Lots of places you won't stand out. Yeah. He had options. So you go to Kissimmee? That's what he wanted to do. That's what the man wanted to do with his money. His wife probably, I can't leave. Like, we, we can't girl, leave my family. Girl. <laughs> and all that to live that, and that to me is weird because you lived that close and never saw your family. Like That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just wild. Nobody ever ran into you. Who knew you? Well, I mean, let's let's be clear. K- Kissimmee. Is or the armpit of Orlando? Well, if, if we're talking, uh, I don't know where Kissimmee's at. I know where Orlando's at. And I know that's at least between Orlando and Miami, that's at least like a four or five hour drive. Yeah. So, so Kissimmee is to Orlando what Petersburg is to Virginia Beach. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, would, I mean, that's pretty much all that happened in this episode, right? Yeah. Marilyn it was a Bonacea, cute little bow. He's a liar. Marilyn Bonacea is a liar. She did the fake uh, Kaiser Soze. And Six told y'all. Okay. Six told y'all. You too. A Mike. Yeah. They, I, li- I like it when you refer to me as A Mike. Boy, fuck you. Yeah, I like that. Um, Yeah, man. Overall, the series was cool, man. I mean, I think if, if we, if we you know, talk in our rating system, I think overall, the series was, you know, it was a half a brick. Half a brick. Yeah. yeah, it was cool, man. You know, it was a cool story. I think the characters weren't really that interesting to me. Yeah. You know, the, the I think people. the story was more interesting than the characters. Yeah. And I would have preferred, like we talked about off mic, a one and a half, two hour doc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that they tried to double disc us. They just would have gave us a nice little, you know, Illmatic 10 song jammy. Because they could have just given us the lawyers for an hour and a half and it still would have been just as good. Dog. The lawyers. I want to hear the, more from them. In the in the jury story to me. Yeah. It was like that was, were the trophy winners, were the MVPs here. The lawyers could have told the whole story. Mm-hmm. And it would have been just as interesting. Yeah. Probably more so. Probably more so. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Marilyn Bonacher, she can go fuck herself. She's talking about, I lost everything. Yeah, that's what happens when you snitch, fam. And not even that. <laughs> she keeps talking about, I lost my family because of this. No, you probably lost your family because of your behavior on opiates. Yeah, that's probably it. I only know where my son is at. I'm pretty sure he want to get away from you, too. Right. And yeah, that fucking know. eyeliner. Yeah. Tacky oh. ass dress. So she was, to me, the, the bad guy of the whole series. No, the U.S. government was still the bad guy to me. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's a given. They're they're definitely the antagonist, but yeah. she's like the she's like the the villain, villain the person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's the yeah. villain. Um, that's all I got for this for this joint six. Yeah, good job, Billy Corbin. I look I look forward to something he does again. 
Mm-hmm. I'd watch another one of his works. I don't know if we talk about it here, yeah. but I watch it. Yeah, I think you should go back and watch the, the first Cocaine Cowboys. It's, it's a very interesting story. I will. It, it's a very interesting story. Um, it, it, I think I think the joint with your boy from Oakland was definitely uh, Charles something, whatever his name was. That joint was definitely way more like yeah. action packed, interesting. Yeah. Because but because his story dealt with. Uh, Griselda, Griselda Blanca, yeah. Blanca directly, whereas Cocaine Cowboys one dealt had so many. You know, she was just like a a supporting character. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. Uh, she was like the main star in Cocaine Cowboys two. But when you see Cocaine Cowboys one, you understand why she would need to be the star too, because she was clearly the star of one. Like all her parts made the made the script jump. You know right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so yeah. like watching the first one. And then watching the second one, rather, when I tried to watch the first one, it was like, I can just watch the second one. They just talking about Griselda, so like, yeah, whatever. Got it. Bet that, man. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for the Cocaine Cowboy series. I'm, I'm glad we wrapped this up. Yes, oh. but we're still going to be out here. BMF, we yep. are covering that one. Yep. We uh, Episode one is already out. Make sure you go back and listen to that. Yep. Episode two coming. You know, we're trying to put those out every Monday. BMF comes on Sunday. We're trying to put them joints out Mondays. To, to hit the streets hot. Yep. To be the first ones on the block with the dope. Yep. And, and, and get and get all the sales. Um, Six, tell them, tell them our, our socials so they know where to find this stuff. Yep. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Grams of Snow. And on Instagram, we are Grams of Snow Pod. Um, normally, I start live tweeting about BMF s- Sunday afternoon-ish. Okay. So come find me. We'll talk about it as a family. Yep. Come watch me. Kirk out on Twitter. Yep. And uh, smash that subscribe button. Yes. Me, me and my daughter have been laughing about that. She'd be watching YouTubers. They'd be like, smash that like button. She, <laughs> my daughter was like, uh, if you smash the like button, you're going to break the phone. Of course. <laughs> so, of course. So smash that subscribe button for Grams of Snow Pod, man. Um, you know, try to give us a review, man, if you can, man. We we need we need some uh, validation in these streets, bro. Yeah. Because uh, we, we sitting kind of skinny right now. But I'm telling you, man, we got the best work on the streets, we man. We do. We really we do. do when it comes to this drug thing. We coming for our profit neck, bro. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> that's about it for me, man. But uh, that's it, man. Join us for BMF, Grams of Snow. We out here. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.